twice that are packed. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that was really good. good. That was really good. That was great, A, dude. Oh, that was some really bad. Quality memeage. That was some A plus memeage. You know what else? You know where else you can find some A plus memeage, Bob? Where, Jack? You can find A plus memeage on our Patreon. Wait, you can? <laughs> yeah, we're for as little as $1 a month, you can get access to all of our bonus content, including extra episodes? Including extra episodes. Including an extra episode that's specifically about Interstellar that only cost one dollar. Oh. Maybe would... at least one person we know specifically wants to hear. Yeah, that's oh. crazy. And, and like I know him, he's employed. Yeah. Maybe he could he could he wow. could he could afford it. <laughs> You know, it's, wow. it's only a dollar. It's a month. only a dollar a month. And yeah. you get to listen to an episode that you may or may not have specifically requested. <laughs> Here's the thing. For a dollar. For a dollar a month. And for three dollars, you get to vote on our next topics. Speaking of which, we got to like, I got to get that situated. I say yeah, we as if like you guys have anything to do with the page. Yeah. Yeah, like, I got to get on that. I did make a little spreadsheet of some ideas for some bonus. Oh, that's good. That's good. Look at that <laughs> but without further ado, guys. Yeah. What are we getting into today? You know what I mean? Let's introduce ourselves. Well, we will. We got to talk about the topic, and then I, I've got you. <laughs> I've got my name right. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, cool. So, um, I guess I'll intro it. We are talking about the Stanford Prison Experiment today. Ooh, it's so, scary. It's, it is scary. It's, it's, it is scary. It, is there ghosts in this? I don't know. I don't, no, I don't I know. We'll find out. What's well, one of those ones where it's like your thing? Am your behind the bars B. <laughs> That was awesome. Bobby, that thank was you. good. Thank you. I am your. Uh, There's a really easy one right out there for you. Jack. I've already mm-hmm. done the judicial system, though. There's another one right there. Jail. There <laughs> jail. You <go>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your uh, jail J. <laughs> jail bird is a jail bird. Yeah, sure, you could be a jail bird. What's Jay a jail Jack? bird? <laughs> I'm your bird jail bee. <laughs> that doesn't. What? You can't do that. That's a what cage. Is a jailbird. And guys, we have a special guest today. Special. Oh my guest god! A very special guest. House. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Criminal Christy. Hey! Oh, Criminal K. Beautiful. Yeah, my wow. wife is in the studio today. Yes, Brent's wife, Christy, is here. The one who, my wife, the one who schooled us like pretty harshly the other week about uh. Uh, well, yeah, it was a pretty in-depth schooling, but if it was, you want to check out our Patreon, you can see the schooling yes. uh, yourself. But it was with love. Th- this is like the, the live schooling yes. of the Brain Bogglers. So, <laughs> yes, Christy's going to be bringing the topic today, Christy. So, this is really exciting. We've never had someone on the show who's brought the topic other than Zach D. So that's wrong. That it is wrong, but we all kind of took a swing at that one. I think. Yeah, what? I think so. What do you mean? The afterlife episode. No, <laughs> no. The, the, the Ben. We're calling Ben out right now. The only episode Ben wants to bring to the table is how the Spy Kids and Quentin Tarantino movies share I, the same it, universe. It's like the thing is, though, is that's that's it. That's the episode. You say that sentence, and then there's nothing more. <laughs> no, he's got plenty of evidence for you. He says that, but then it, but then the next thing is because Machete is in both of them, and then and then that's it. That's it. That's all it is. <laughs> There, there was our episode on Spy Kids <laughs> Connected Universe. Brent, ben is pretty adamant on doing that episode, yeah. but we'll, we'll see if it ever happens. Yeah, so this, <laughs> I don't know this, if it will. There's a little more meat on the bones of the Stanford Prison Experiment, yes. for there's sure. a lot of meat on these bones. Mm. Not for them, though, because I don't know. I'm assuming they were malnourished. Yeah. So um, That was a really funny joke. Great. Okay, so originally, I was going to bring this topic to the table, but... Christy, you have a background in psychology, is that right? Yes, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. Whoa, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, now you know, Now Jack. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really interesting. And so, I, I'm, you know, we're going to be able to go in-depth and, and see some of the, uh, you know, more 
uh, intricate aspects of this. That That's a fancy way to say, well, I actually know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So at least one of us will, which <laughs> yeah. is a great change of pace for once. Well, as opposed to none of us. As yeah. opposed to none of us. That's I what I mean. Like that's literally what it was it. the point I was making, my boy. <laughs> well, no, I was just clarifying for myself. Brad. Oh, that's fun. I'm glad you, you, you could do that for yourself. I don't... <laughs> so, really because I never looked that's into this, really yeah. I actually don't know anything about this uh, prison study. So, I think without further ado, let's get into the uh, the information behind this. Let's get right into the, the news. Killer Keemstar. <laughs> Well, hopefully you don't disappoint, because I graduated a few years ago, so... It's okay, Yeah, uh, information, actually, that's come out since I've graduated um, conflicts a little bit with what I was taught when I was in school. Huh. Um, oh, so you actually... Did you have a class on this? No, no. I mean, I, I've had, like, research classes where, you know, you go through, like, history of you know, like groundbreaking studies and like how to conduct studies and, you know. Mm. Um, and so this was actually kind of presented in more like an unbiased way of like, here's the pros and cons of like how this experiment was set up and like what you can take from it and learn from it. But then also, you know, from just like a research perspective, like how to conduct research, what never to do again. Right. Um, <laughs> it's a know, what not ethically. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll guys, we'll go into it a little bit later. But did you guys ever see that video on the internet of the uh the lady the teacher who's like, don't bring in the pomegranates. Oh my god! What? Yeah. No. Okay, there's a, there's a video. Is there any relation to what Chrissy was <laughs> yes. just talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> a, a little bit. So basically, <laughs> this is absurd. It's this video of like a, a teacher just screaming at the students like, don't bring the it's like a, freaking yeah, out. Yeah, it's a it's she's like a professor. It's like a yeah. lecture hall, and she goes she goes. Everybody, say it with me. No yeah. pomegranates. Oh, and she's like, yeah. no, no. And she's freaking out. And so all the kids just like like repeat after me. And, and the kids like, are like, no, no pomegranates. pomegranates. And so I oh found out uh, looking into the video a little bit more that she's actually teaching them what not to do to students. So so the whole point of the class is that she's teaching how you're not supposed to teach that makes oh, way that's more sense yeah, yeah, yeah. because like in con- like oh out of context God. it's like it sounds what? like she's just like <laughs> petrified they're really hard to eat you know you just eat the seeds or something that's the thing that's, is like a lot of work ridiculous. sometimes you're like i really like pomegranates and then i'm like sitting on the couch and i'm like i would rather die than have to deal with a pomegranate <laughs> right now that's why it's so expensive if you buy the like palm like the pomegranates already pre-picked I've never yeah. had a pomegranate. What? <gasps> They're superfoods. I've had They're like so palm good. juice, you know, sure. like the sure the bottled juice. But I've never actually had. Sure. Like I mean, a straight palm. I've only oh, had sure. a pomegranate that was already prepared. So, like, I've never had to deal with a pomegranate Ooh. myself. I'll I don't know if you. it's actually true, but apparently, like, the ancient Greeks thought that pomegranates would make their skin as hard as bronze. Oh, I don't know if that's true. If that was just a pomegranate marketing scheme, because yeah, <laughs> I saw because I saw it during a friggin' palm commercial for <laughs> pomegranate juice. So I used to have pomegranates all the time in uh, in I just I think here I would like make them and bring them in in little cups. Um, they're yeah. a mess. You ever you seen look the like you murdered someone afterwards? That the um, <laughs> forbidden fruit was a pomegranate, not an apple. 
Really? Yeah. Interesting. And that's why he said no, because God knew how hard it was to open it. So he was like, I don't even, I don't even want you guys to deal with Speaking that. Speaking of hard wow. things to open, prison cells. Oh, prison yeah. cells. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the little detour. Sorry for the little detour. Let's get back into How this. is that related? <laughs> well, because like teaching you not. Well, okay. yeah, 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 isn't related, <laughs> but the yelling was. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm going to present it as mm-hmm. a way that it was taught to me. Okay. And then we can like go over what has come out since. So um, Philip uh, Zimbardo, you probably know. I love probably, that. Probably heard of him before. I love that name so much. Zimbardo. Um, yeah, dude. So he uh, published uh, The Pathology of Imprisonment in 1972 in a research journal, uh, Society, and in 1973, Interpersonal Dynamics in a Simulated Prison. Um, that was... 1972-1973. So the background, basically, Zimbardo and his colleagues wanted to investigate the extent to which a situation has over a person's intrinsic tendencies. So if it changes your default behavior, like what you are, like 99% of the time, if it changes it, makes it more pronounced, less pronounced, or totally changes your personality, Mm -hmm. you know, completely. Um, They didn't really have a specific hypothesis. They only estimated that individuals in each group, so there's a prisoner group and a uh, guard group, uh, that individuals in each group would be very different in terms of interaction, emotional measures of mood and pathology and attitude towards themselves and quote-unquote other indices of coping and adaptation. Isn't that like a huge mistake? Step one to like not have a good hypothesis. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm no scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why are you doing the experiment? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, like, if their well, hypothesis is they're going to be different, it's like right. That's like saying something's going to happen. Like that's yeah. my hypothesis. Yeah. Well, Zimbardo did have in his head kind of, um, you know, like because he's written about it since 1973. He wrote a book and like 30 years after. Um, it was like 2000, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> where basically said like he w- expected to see um, that the people in, you know, the guard group would become like really aggressive and, you know, uh, confrontational. Douchey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Douchey. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, the prisoners would become complacent and, you know. Now, did this have any inspiration from Jane Elliott's, like, eye color experiment where she took the children and she said, like, uh, the kids with the blue eyes are in charge. They're the better kids. And the kids with the brown eyes are are the worse. It was kind of like a racial experiment. I don't know if I if I've heard of that. Oh, it's really interesting. Um, We'll have to do a whole episode of it. Um, I don't know when that was conducted. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Um, I think it was like the 50s heard or much. something. <laughs> what do you know, Jack? I mean, in like the 50s, I think there was like the Ash experiment with um, conformity, like with the lines. Mm-hmm. I think you guys talked about it in a previous episode of the <laughs> podcast. You didn't, you didn't like say Ash, and you didn't say like the lines. I think, I think one of it was like, um, uh, I think maybe Bobby said something like two plus two equals five, and like oh, we're yeah. talking about, yeah. we're, we were talking about. Um, I don't know if that's a separate experiment. It's kind of it's got to be inspired by. We're talking about the Michael Stevens with mind field thing, right? Yeah. But so I mean, the, his, about, which is I'm the sure same, his it's the is same based thing. on the same yeah, thing, right? right? Yeah. yeah. 
So the Jane Elliott experiment was in uh, 1968. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so, not, so probably. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the Ash one was pretty, you know, prominent in mm. psychology and social psychology experimenters at the time. Like, they, you know, it was like really like well executed of an experiment. And so like it inspired a lot of people. Um, but Zimbardo... And again, say mm-hmm. it as how I was taught mm-hmm. this. But Zimbardo and his colleagues, you know, wanted to see like uh, to what extent the situation itself of a prison and like the horrible conditions of a prison, mm-hmm. how that influences your innate behavior. Right, more like more the environment. Yeah, as well nature as nature versus nurture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the setting for the uh, experiment was in the basement of the Stanford Psychology Department. Um, an ex-convict who was in prison for 17 years was a consultant to try and help them make the prison seem as real as possible. Laboratory rooms were made into prison cells. Special cell doors were constructed. Like they put a lot of money into this to try and simulate as close as possible or as best as possible prison. that it's a prison. Yeah. Were they actually locked in? Um, I don't know if there were, if there were locks on the doors, maybe, I mean, I would think that there would be in that type of a setting, Mm -hmm. you know, like in a school, there are usually locks on doors. Sure. Um, but I don't know if they were enabled or, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, the cell doors were constructed with vertical bars in the door windows. Uh, the cells had cell numbers. Ends of the corridors were boarded up and made into a prison yard, uh, where the prisoners were allowed out of their cells to eat and move around, you know, at the discretion of the of the uh, guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the hallway was a small closet eventually used for solitary confinement. Uh, the bathroom was down the hall, but guards uh, blindfolded prisoners so they wouldn't know where they were. So, Ooh. like, any time outside of the bathroom, they were in that environment, like, 24-7 during the duration of the study. Uh The whole prison was equipped with a hidden observation camera and an intercom system that allowed the experimenters to maintain supervision of all participants' behaviors. Wow. So. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds pretty chill. Yeah. And so these people, the people that were in the experiment were students that were volunteers? Yeah. So researchers placed ads in local papers for uh, a research study about prison life. Uh, they agreed to pay participants $15 a day, which is like 75 or more today, uh, per day of the mm-hmm. research study. And the study yeah. was supposed to run for two full weeks. That's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so that's like a full-time job-ish, minimum uh, wage. Less than minimum wage. Less than minimum wage. Well, it depends on how many hours, but... Right. Well, yeah, it also depends on what group you're in, because if you're a guard, it's an eight-hour workday. Right, if you're a prisoner, it's, it's 24, 24 hours. Yeah, you're in there, you sleep in there, yeah. So oh. you're, this is not even. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so 24 normal, quote-unquote normal, or typical college-age men were chosen from more than 100 people who volunteered and, like, you know, sought to be included in the study. They all passed psychological testing to rule out any psychological problems or criminal backgrounds with similar test results. So they all had like similar test results. And that was really important to to Zimbardo and the other researchers because they wanted participants to have um, similar results. So kind of like as a baseline, like everyone started the same and, you know, kind of to not that you really could from this, but to say 
this is a cause and effect relationship. Yeah. Like, like this is, everyone get, has the same personality at the beginning and only based on where they are distributed or allocate, you know, like what group you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they could get 24, the exact same person they would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, it was really important to them to get a causal relationship between situation and behavior, but that's debatable mm-hmm. whether that actually, you know, um, was evident or even able to be concluded from this. Um, Participants were given general info about the study and were told their personal privacy or civil rights might be violated (laughs) and that they might have little, though sufficient, daily food. So in any research study, you need to have informed consent. And, I mean, that goes for if you go to the doctor and you're going to have a procedure, you need informed consent. So you need to know what your risks are, what Mm. the benefits are, and then you have to, from that, make, you know, consent to the procedure or to mm-hmm. the study or right. not. I mean, they don't want to be liable for anything that happens after right. the fact. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we're going to be, like, abusive towards you. Are you cool with that? <laughs> yeah. Say yes. Yeah. yeah. Or else you're not going to participate. Yeah. Basically, that's, that's what You might did. have yeah. your civil rights violated. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. I mean, it's not funny. But, yeah. like, you know, not ha-ha funny. Yeah. So, yeah, 24. Get another word for that. The things that are not haha funny. Yeah, but like, I guess weird. <laughs> yeah. That, peculiar is, I guess peculiar yeah. is the word. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the word. That's uh, upsetting. Alarming. <laughs> upsetting, yeah. alarming. Yeah. There's plenty of words, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you need a new word for it. Yeah, a word that perfectly encapsulates all of them. I basically, I want a word that, it, yeah, that <laughs> doesn't make me sound pretentious for saying, well, that's peculiar. Oh, you know what I mean? Go, excuse me. Let me put my monocle away yeah, for a second. Yeah, like, what yeah. the heck? Yeah, we can make a new word for it. Yeah. Peculiarized. That's worse. That's worse. We'll workshop it. Yes. We'll get back to you. All right. So there's 24 men who were randomly sorted into prisoner or guard group just by coin flip. Nine participants in each group, three alternates. Now, what Uh, does that mean? I was going to say, what does that mean? Yeah. Like if someone, okay. So, like, um, they would switch them off. Yeah. Like if someone, because in any study, you have the ability to leave, you know? Right. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like a typical thing with research studies. Like people fall out. Like so life events happen, or you know, like yeah. you have I mean, a scheduled it's not event. A legitimate prison. So. You need to go in for emergency surgery or something before you're supposed to go in for the study. Like you just fall out. It's like it's term mortality is where like people just not naturally okay. drop out. So I mean, that's one condition of like you know um, what could happen, or you could like choose. You know, it's still considered mortality, but you could choose to leave because of the conditions of the study or because, you know, you're unhappy, whatever, whatever it is. Um, So, yeah, they have a couple alternates to keep, you know, enough of a sample size Mm -hmm. for this study. But no, that's interesting because, I mean, if you think about it, that's a small sample size already. And now they're throwing more variables into it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, "Hmm, I don't know how how accurate this data is going to be. Yeah. Oh, I think that's interesting. Yeah. So the alternates were, I guess, theoretically supposed to be able to like fall in and take their place if something happens. Oh, okay. Uh, so kind of like subs, I guess. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um. So I have, I have a. F- uh, you can't see it because it's it's you know full page, but and you're, I can listening, read and it. you're listening to a podcast. I can read it. To hey, you. It's gonna be on the Patreon. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Go check out the Patreon if yeah, you want to we'll check have it a out. picture of this up there if you want to check it out. You don't yeah. have to be a patron to see it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the um, informed consent 
form. I'm not going to read all of it, but uh, I'll read the second paragraph. The nature of the research project has been fully explained to me, including, without limitation, the fact that paid volunteers will be randomly assigned to the roles of either prisoners or guards for the duration of the study. I understand that participation in the research project will involve a loss of privacy that I will be expected to participate for the full duration of the study, that I will only be released from participation for reasons of health deemed adequate by the medical advisors to the research project, or for other reasons deemed appropriate by Dr. Philip Zimbardo, principal investigator of the project, and that I will be expected to follow directions from staff members of the project or from other participants in the research project. Wait, it sound like you're allowed to leave. No, so that doesn't sound yeah, like, so yeah. If it's like, hey, um, I broke my hand, it's like, that's not sufficient. Like, yeah. I mean, if the hand was off, then you could leave. But Your hand's like, kind of yeah. broken, but mm. you can you suck it up. It's like, it's not a break, it's a sprain, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Wow, okay, I mean, so that's where pretty, I'd walk out of the room. Yeah. I wouldn't sign that. I'd be like, yeah. hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, but you could be a guard, though, and that'd be cool. Yeah, but what are the odds <laughs> you're going to be a guard? 50 50. So, 50, so Jack, 50, 50. Jack wants to be the one breaking the hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, you, if I have a choice, like, yeah. But based on whether you're a guard or a prisoner, you're making either like decent money or way too little money. Mm-hmm. It's like double the hours for the same price. Mm-hmm. If I'm. If I don't know the hours, I'm going to be, I'm going to be dead honest with you people. If I don't, I, I, this experiment hasn't been done. I don't know the results of the experiment. I don't know how wrong it went. I'm signing the form. I'm going to be honest with you. I would sign the form because it seems fun. I'm not going to lie. It It does seem fun. I'm not like legitimately. If you, if you, if you remove all the contacts and you're like, oh, just you and a bunch of dudes are going to pretend to be in a prison. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but once you read this paragraph. It sort of becomes a little more real. Yeah, but like I'm dumb. I wouldn't read it. I'd be like 75 bucks a day? Heck yeah. This feels like a very white thing. Like, yeah, being in a prison would be fun. Because that's something I'm never going to have to actually face in my life. I was literally about to say, like, I would never, like, uh, if I'm, fingers crossed, if I'm lucky, I never have to go to prison. So, like, I'd be like, oh, what a fun thing that some people actually do. Odds are the only reason you would ever go to prison is because you actually did something wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. Is he, yeah so. Which is another variable that they didn't account for. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. sure we'll get to it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So the procedure. So for prisoners, if you were randomly selected to be a prisoner, a few days after the initial screening and selection, participants assigned to the prisoner group were confronted at home the following Sunday by an actual Palo Alto police department officer arrested for burglary or armed robbery, depending on, you know, the. I think initially they started arresting people for burglary and then they changed it for armed robbery. doesn't really matter. <laughs> they were searched, handcuffed, and taken to the police station. So they take a police car to, right? Like they get like arrested in front of their home, mm-hmm. like and they in front of their this. family. They like, know what's happening. Well, they weren't told when it was going to happen, I guess. No, they weren't told that. They weren't <gasps> told what group they were assigned. What? And so this... Right. Like, Mm -hmm. just think like you went for like an interview for a screening. Okay. And then you were, maybe you were told that you were going to be a part of this, but you weren't told what group you're a part of. They they sprung this on you. Right. Like a few days later, Mm -hmm. um, a police officer from an actual police department shows up at your house, arrests you in front of your neighbors, your family. Right. Um, 
searched, handcuffed, taken to the police station, booked, fingerprinted, thrown, blindfolded into a holding cell. I don't I don't know. I've never heard of someone getting blindfolded into yeah, that's a holding cell. I don't cell. think that's, that's normal, a little like, weird. Arrest procedure. Yeah, yeah. The blindfolding so, thing. Is... So that might be like the first like flag that like okay, maybe this is like mm. not real. Right. Yeah. Later they're taken blindfolded again to the Stanford County Jail. So they were blindfolded the whole way until they were in this jail, this Stanford County Jail, which was the psychology department of Stanford. Okay. I guess that's why they, it makes sense why they were blindfolded for that, I guess. Because, like, I, I guess they wanted to be like, like yeah. oh, well, we don't want them to see that that's actually not a prison or mm-hmm. something. Right, 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 right. And, I mean, it's not like they set up the entire, like, path from yeah. um, where they were picked up to the psychology department. It's not like yeah. outside of that whole like corridor, it was set up to do fingerprinting and booking yeah. and all that, you know. Um, yeah, it might throw off the prisoners if like they're, you know, oh, look, we're driving by my school yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, sure. Okay. Or I can friends not buying yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. mean, I can see like trying to like make it a, an authentic experience or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But oh, <laughs> it's, oh, it's like I'm just trying to like explain like why they would even think about it. like it's, it's still it feels up. like it's maybe still like the participants should have had some sort of awareness that they were oh, also consenting to like for sure an arrest yeah uh, in like front a, of like yeah I mean that alone w- would be like traumatizing right, I mean, right. could, in my opinion yeah. like, your reputation whole, yeah yeah would be changed forever it's like you yeah. get home a few weeks later it's like what happened to you it's like it was an experiment yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was fake. Yeah. Who's going to believe that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, So upon arrival, they were arrival to the the psych department, the uh, quote Stanford County Jail. They were searched, stripped, deloused and given an inmate prison uniform. So the prison uniform was a dress like smock. They had no underwear Mm -hmm. uh, with a four digit code, uh, which was your name. Like, that's what you were referred to as for the duration of so the their, study. So their oh, name was now just the code. Yeah. Wow. Uh, rubber sandals, nylon stocking for your hair, uh, basically to simulate, like, the head shaving. I'm surprised they didn't actually shaving. shave the head. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, chain wrapped around your ankle, which was padlocked, and that was basically just like a like a symbol that mm. you're a prisoner. It wasn't actually attached to anything. Yeah. Wait, so deloused? That yeah. means the removal of lice. Yeah, it's like when you yeah when you go in. Well, they just check your hair. Clean. Yeah, they like sprayed them with like aerosol spray to like okay. simulate that they were like delousing. Yeah, them, like have like, you ever seen like a prison them? movie? Like they're in like a scene. You scene you see, you see this in a lot of prison like media where like a person like goes into a room and is like stripped of their clothes and they like throw like that powder on them and like hose oh, them okay. down. So, I don't know why I that's thought. like delousing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really am surprised. That's what I was picturing in my head yeah. when you yeah, said know, that. So I, I was like. They let them fucking de-louse these I don't kids? Know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why yeah. I thought the term prison media was so funny to me. Yeah, you know, your classic <laughs> prison media. You know, you know the, the prison elite media, you know, yeah. really tearing this country wow. apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anywho, so, that yeah. would be so So, scary. obviously, all of this was meant to simulate the humiliation, repression, and entrapment inmates experience in real prisons. Um, there were three inmates to a cell. Each had a cot, a thin mattress, one blanket. There's basically no other room in the cell to even move around. Yeah. Um, and they stayed in their cell pretty much 24 seven, um, with the exception of like food and bathroom, um, or 
at the discretion of guards if they let him out. Mm-hmm. Now, the guards, uh, they worked an eight-hour shift. There were three to a shift. So there was, you know, three, 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 mm-hmm. right? Because there's nine, mm-hmm. three alternate. And that's it, an eight-hour shift. Uh, they were given uh, a prison guard uniform, night sticks, but they were told not allowed to strike anyone with them. Uh, and reflective sunglasses. So there's, you know, that like um, anim- anonymity. Yeah, yeah. Away the eyes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Hinted. They were allegedly not given any specific training. That's a little wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were told to keep prisoners in line and maintain order in the prison. So uh, the prisoner rules prepared by the warden and guards. So we have another document that will probably add to the uh, Patreon. Oh, yeah, to the Patreon for you guys to check out. Some more uh, literature for you to check out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know how how in detail you want. Do you want me to read these? Let's yeah. just read through them quickly. Yeah, okay. Hit us with it. Okay. Uh, so, again, allegedly, uh, prisoner <laughs> rules prepared by the warden and guards. So this is supposed to be only um, participants in the study, like guards in the study wrote these up. Well, um, the warden too. Was yeah, a, was the-, the warden was, uh, I believe he was the, um, one of the assistant researchers. Oh, okay. He, um, was a student. Yeah. I think he was a graduate student. Hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, so the rules below were read twice to all prisoners before the second reading, a guard told the prisoners, Prisoners are part of a correctional community. In order to keep the community running smoothly, prisoners must obey the following rules. All right, so there are 17 rules. One, prisoners must remain silent during rest periods, after lights out, during meals, and whenever they are outside the prison yards. Prisoners must eat at mealtimes and only at mealtimes. Prisoners must participate in all prison activities. Prisoners must keep the cell clean at all times. Beds must be made and personal effects must be neat and orderly. Floor must be spotless. Prisoners must not move, tamper with, deface, or damage walls, ceiling, windows, doors, or any prison property. Prisoners may never operate cell lighting. Prisoners must address each other by number only. Prisoners must always address the guards as Mr. Correctional Officer and the warden as Mr. Chief Correctional Officer. Prisoners must never refer to their condition as an experiment or a simulation. They are in prison until paroled. Prisoners will be allowed five minutes in the lavatory. No prisoner will be allowed to return to the lavatory within one hour after a scheduled lavatory period. Smoking is a privilege. Smoking will be allowed after meals or at the discretion of the guards. Prisoners must never smoke in the cells. Abuse of the smoking privilege will result in permanent revocation of the smoking privilege. Mail is a privilege. All mail flowing in and out of the prison will be inspected and censored. Visitors are a privilege. Prisoners who are allowed a visitor must meet him at the door of the yard. The visit will be supervised by a guard. The guard may terminate the visit at his discretion. Oh. All prisoners in a cell will stand whenever the warden, the prison superintendent, or any other visitors arrive on the premises. So Zimbardo is the prison superintendent. Mm -hmm. Prisoners will await in order to be seated and resume activities. 
Prisoners must obey all orders issued by guards at all times. A guard's order supersedes any written order. The warden's order supersedes both the guard's order and the written rules. Orders of the superintendent of prisoners are supreme. Prisoners must report all rule violations to the guards. Failure to obey any of the rules above rules may result in punishment. Oh, wow. This sucks. <laughs> this yeah, isn't fun anymore. Do it, this isn't fun yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know what's I- weird about this is, to me, is like, it almost feels like they go into the experiment where they're telling the guards almost like, okay, like, you should be treat these prisoners unfairly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that how they, I mean, I know that like a lot of, <clears throat> there's a lot of prisons with, you know, corruption, but do most prison guards go into it being like, I'm going to be mean. You know, because it feels like a lot of these rules are just like, we're going to be mean for the sake of the experiment. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of prison guards who, like, get off on the power trip. Right. But that's something that comes over time, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but they don't have time. They have, like, a week or however long this was. <laughs> they got to get that. They got to get, they gotta get yeah, the yeah. power. Like, Which makes right it away, less you know? realistic again. Like. Yeah. No, I think that's. into the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It just feels wrong. I don't, think, I don't think anyone's debating that. Yeah. <laughs> now, hold on one second. Wait, Wait a minute. Bobby. Listen. Am I the only one that thinks this is wrong? <laughs> just, now, hold hear on, me out. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Something's fishy. Yeah. Wait a darn two minute. All right. No, this uh, isn't fun. I we just did that joke five times in a row, but it's okay. Yeah, because it was a golden <laughs> joke. Yes, honestly, we could have did it for the rest of the episode, and it would have been great. That's true. That's true. So, million subscribers. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's messed up. They, what is the punishment? Like, because they're probably, not supposed to hit them. It's probably guard discretion or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, so, no, I the, mean, it's not written. Yeah. Right? The, the part that really stood out to me the most was like the part about uh, prisoners having to report any, any, any rule breaking that breaking, they notice. Yeah. yeah. That, that part really also, struck me as the like, fact that yeah. it's super weird that. The guards who are participants in the experiments, mm-hmm. their say is above the written rules. Yeah, that's not to a me. Thing. That's super, super weird. I mean, I'm sure it's like, like, regardless of if, if if it's an actual thing in a real prison or not, it's like you have lost all control at that point. Regardless of 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 what happens during the during the experiment, you have no control. I mean, like, yeah, yes, like you have expected of the guards you to have, follow the rules. You have the warden and the thing, but like, if the like what are you expecting (laughs) you don't you don't walk into a a prison on your first day as a guard and they're like hey listen don't follow the rules do whatever you want you have say Mm -hmm. like your your power is greater than the written rules i'm not even saying like in terms of of them trying to simulate a prison i'm turned in terms of like trying to run an experiment well in general Yeah, that's that's true. Well, I mean, I guess they also like don't care about like controlling them because they're like, we're going to see what happens. It's like they're trying to recreate corruption. Almost. I don't think they're trying to recreate anything, Bob. I think they're just trying to see what happens, dude. It's all but but it feels very much like this is leaning in a specific direction. Well, yeah, it's leaning in the direction of of prison simulation. It's like, oh, like like there's a lot in favor of the guards here. Like, more so than there would be in a real prison. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You know? yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's how I feel. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. It's interesting to hear that perspective because mm-hmm. when we were first taught this, we were taught it in an environment where it's like compared to all these maybe more 
professional experiments um, that were like less ethically like um, gray. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, this is how you conducted an experiment and it's done, you know, executed really well. And Mm -hmm. um, your findings actually show like um, maybe or try to show like causality, you know, Um, you are testing what you're trying to test, like it actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This feels um, biased in a way. Yeah. It, it's interesting coming from that perspective because like when I was in school learning this, it was not presented in a, in a way that was like derogatory to the experimenters. Mm-hmm. It was like, they were really genuinely trying to just show what happens naturally. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. these trying to set up an experiment for that to happen. No, no, that totally makes sense. It's, yeah, it's, huh. <laughs> I, I can, I don't know. It's weird to me that they would present it that way. I don't know. It's, it just seems very obvious to me that how flawed this is, you know. Yeah. But maybe that's just having, you know, a 2019 perspective on it. I yeah. don't know. But also, like, a lot of these, um, like, documents that I'm showing you, we mm. weren't shown in school. Okay. It was, like, kind of bullet-pointed, like... Yeah. You know, like, this is how it was conducted, and this is what happened in those conditions. So, I mean, if if you were not given, like... And no offense to my school, you know, or my teachers or any, my Call textbooks. Call them out, names, mm-hmm. names, like, name names. No, like, <laughs> no, it's, you know, like from further reading, yeah. just from in preparation for this, it's like, it's a common problem, bias and uh, and not having bias in yeah. textbooks. Yeah, I feel like this is like a common problem with a lot of education, though. I feel like everything that I think so many things that are taught are always so too surface level to appreciate a full understanding. Like, I feel like I see this a lot of like history classes, oh, you know, history class. I was about it's to bring probably up like one of the worst like... offenders in a lot of ways. This it has some relation to history. Cause we're talking about experience, uh, yeah. experiment that happened in the seventies. We just get kind of like the bullet point version of it where it's like, this happened. Yeah. And so this happens like, so the pilgrims came to Massachusetts yeah, and then it, they settled there and they, Completely devoid of context of like the conflict, and there were some conflicts with Native Americans, but manifest destiny or some yeah. shit, and then yeah. now America, like that, you- completely removes like all like the stuff in between. It's like you know where it's like basically like mass genocides of like whole groups yeah. of people, and you know all kinds of fucked up stuff that we, we just kind of like erase that part of it because it's like too complicated to like present all of it or something. Yeah, and yeah. in a situation with this, I feel like it's even kind of worse because it's such a narrow focused thing that like we should be able to like dive in, delve into all the details. Cause like the devil's in the details is the reason yeah, why yeah, we say yeah. that. It's because like the details are like where like you really realize like how kind of like messed up some of this stuff was. Oh yeah. I was just going to say, I feel like I didn't um, even like learn real history until high school. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I felt like I didn't learn real history until college. Um, my, uh, my high school was, was, is, pretty good because i i um about like being woke and stuff um (laughs) and like so i was fortunate enough to like have a lot of like real exposure to actually what happened Mm -hmm. um but it's crazy how much you don't real like i don't think i knew about like japanese internment until i was a freshman in high school oh yeah america loves to erase like the shittier parts of its history and that being like a huge one i mean you know yeah 
I mean, like nowadays, obviously, it's like there's a lot more attention on it. But like I heard like nothing about it until I was in high school. I didn't even know it happened. Um, And it's just like crazy the amount of stuff that like they just push, push to the side. Yeah, it's like, well, that part's not important. What's important is Pearl Harbor and America coming in and saving the day against the Nazis or whatever. And then not like, oh, and then also like everyone was freaked out because of Japan. So we wrangled up all the Japanese people in America and stuck them in concentration camps. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Stanford prison experiment. though. Yeah. yeah, So I think, I feel like it's, that's kind of like the, the vibe I'm getting from this. Like I, it's kind of crazy to me that like these really important details though, I guess small are, you know, it's surprising to me that like it wasn't like delved into more. Yeah. No, I understand. It's, I guess like when you're dealing with like a whole curriculum and it's like, this is just one facet of a whole curriculum. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it. Yeah. I guess also it would depend on what you were like being taught Mm -hmm. by learning about the experiment. Yeah. And like what the, what the point of the, of the, of that like unit or curriculum or whatever was. And it's like, well, it's like, well, we're not like, we're not talking about like if we were to talk about the moral ambiguity of it, then we would go into it. But like, maybe I'm just giving them too much credit. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically the results within 24 hours, the line between playing and real life became quote unquote blurred according to Zimbardo. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, you know, he wrote about it in, in the article, in the research article. He wrote, the majority had indeed become prisoners and guards, no longer able to clearly differentiate between role-playing and self. In less than a week, the experience of imprisonment undid, temporarily, a lifetime of learning. Human values were suspended, self-concepts were challenged, and the ugliest, most base, pathological side of human nature surfaced. We were horrified because we saw some boys, guards, treat others as if they were despicable animals taking pleasure in cruelty, while other boys, prisoners, became servile, dehumanized robots who thought only of escape, of their own individual survival, and of their mounting hatred for the guards. Yeah, to me, this feels very biased. Like, it feels like they really leaned into this in the beginning. Like, it just, it just I, I, I'm not surprised that it went this way at all. Like, well, the you always say, you always say biased, but like, it's like experiment. You can't have, you can't be leaning towards a result. And it seems like going into this experiment, they heavily lean towards the guards having get, getting too much power by, by saying like, you can overrule the rules. Um, like that's not how I mean, it should be. If an I, experiment. it's, it, it, I understand what you're saying, but like, I see it like it's, it's hard to do a prisoner guard dynamic. I feel without, no, it is, like, obviously without like, I I think maybe partially what they were trying to do is uh, like, because they're taking people outside and, and putting them into this situation. That's not real. Maybe they were trying to like, again, just really like get to the point of like, the 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 different relationships and what they are and so like if you're gonna do that just do the experiment in a real prison where there's actual variables that matter you know like like well, because that's not that's not time. that's not what they're they're not they're not testing prisons they're testing how you how you change and so the thing is is so they're like 
good or bad. I guess that's what they're trying to see. And so like, yeah, they're really like mounting it for the guards to have a lot more, you know, weight over the prisoners. But like, these aren't real prison guards. These aren't real prisoners. So like putting put in this situation, are they going to like abuse their power? Are they going to become like this? So from like not knowing what you're going to like, how it's going to end up, I can see why they would do it this way still. I feel like. No, I I get your point. It just feels a little bit. It feels not as neutral as it could be. Oh no, for sure, dude, for sure. And I think that's wrong for them to, to go into it like that. I mean, they say they have no hypothesis, but I feel like they could have easily predicted this happening. And within 24 hours, you said? Yeah, within 24 hours, um, he just said, like, the line between playing and real life was blurred. I mean, basically, the um, it was supposed to be a two-week-long study. It lasted six days Mm -hmm. Um, because, basically, like, the conditions just kept getting worse and worse. Um, So participants... He, you know, wrote, Mm -hmm. they quote unquote forgot that they had free will and could quit the study. A couple days in, many prisoners were pleading for parole release, but when denied, returned back to their cell. Emotional breakdown, stress reaction of five prisoner participants was so extreme, they had to be released from the study. They were depressed. They were unable to think clearly. They stopped eating. Um, Some guards took to tormenting the prisoners. Less strict guards tried to be fair, but didn't intervene with other guards disciplining, nor did they go to the experimenters to say, like, this is going too far. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zimbardo sometimes forgot he was in charge of a scientific study, and he he said he found himself slipping into the role of prison superintendent. Um, And the experiment essentially was called off after Zimbardo spoke to his graduate student slash girlfriend slash future wife. Uh, Christina Maslash, who told him he had become indifferent to his participants' suffering. So he was, you know, too involved um, and he needed to end it. And so that eventually, that basically is what ended. I think he ended it the next day after Mm -hmm. having that conversation with her. Oh, okay. So that's (laughs) that's how it was presented to me. So a couple interesting things. So there was an expose done. Um, yeah, so this Fox article is really interesting. The Stanford Prison Experiment was massively influential. We just learned it was a fraud. When was this written? January of 2018. 2018? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It was that recent that we figured out that it wasn't real? I feel like since I... Maybe I have only heard about it since 2018, but I feel like I had known it about it longer, and I had known that it was like... I, I, I swear, to, like I feel like I had heard about this when I was in high school and knew it was like... No, Bad it, it, since then. it's been known to be flawed, but now but now it's like legitimately it's like fraudulent. It, it was uh, constructed like the results were constructed, like the re- head researcher heard from one of his uh, allegedly mm-hmm. right heard from uh, one of his uh, researchers that co-authored the 1973 research article. He basically came up with this idea with a couple of his like roomies in college and they set up this little like mock experiment in their dorm with a couple other people that were there. And they were like after like two or three days, they were like horrified by how like drastically people like took to their roles and like Mm -hmm. acted essentially. 
And, you know, he was, I think he was a, uh, he was like a research, like grad student, but then I think he ended up going on to being a pediatrician and like, it says it, I think it somewhere in that, but anyway, whatever. Anyway. So like one of the, re, one of the, uh, this, basically this, this kid, this student came to him with this idea as like, um, he was a student in his class mm-hmm. and they had like this open project that they had to you know, research project or whatever do for the class for Zimbardo's class. And so he brought it to him and then, you know, these other students got involved in this project and they basically tried to simulate the same thing that he, they had already done in their dorm. Oh, okay. So, so, so the, the student who went to Zimbardo. Yeah. Was the one who had done it previously? Yeah. Okay. They were yeah. almost kind of recreate the yeah. results. Yeah, I, I wrote. Hold on. Yeah, That's exactly. Crazy. They tried to recreate it. Which um, I mean, which it, which out of context of this specific experiment is like not a bad thing to do with experiments, right? Well, I guess I guess go, trying to get the specific result yes. is bad. Yeah, you that, should never go into You should try, yeah. you should try to it. recreate an experiment, but not the result, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, because the whole point of the experiment is to. Well, it wasn't an experiment to begin with. Well, the, I'm, right. but, well like but taking, yeah. taking out the context of yeah, yeah, the Stanford. Yeah. Like thing. you can you can try and like investigate like why did this happen and try and come up with like a a well constructed uh-huh. experiment from what hap- actually took place. Yeah. But well, this wasn't that. This that's was not this. yeah, that's not what they tried to do. They actually tried to get the same results. And so they what Bobby said, like, kind of, like, we're biased and that kind of led, like, with the whole um, giving so much preparation for, like, the prisoners to really feel their roles, mm-hmm. but not so much with the guards. Yeah. Like, not giving them any kind of, like, training, quote-unquote. Right. But then um, in, you know, the expose, it talks about how um, they did give them, like, kind of like uh, like Zimbardo was even included on, like, a meeting before that Sunday. It was like the Saturday before they picked up the prisoners. Yeah. Where allegedly, like as per this expose, allegedly the Saturday before the Sunday where they picked up the guards or the prisoners, Mm -hmm. they had a meeting with the guards and they basically went over like what they want them to do and that the importance of this study in that um, it will help revolutionize the criminal justice system in that how? it's flawed. And by, if we by, expose by showing that, how bad it is yeah, yeah, through, through a scientific, you know, Stanford research study mm-hmm. that we can help influence that system. And so the guards in their perhaps, you know, inter- own interpretations mm-hmm. took that to mean like, I have to be as much of an asshole as possible so that I really highlight the horrible conditions that real prisoners go through. Right. Oh, so the guards weren't on uh, the guards weren't blind going in. The guards no. were told about. Yes. So the and, worse they acted, uh, almost like the more justice they were doing. In they, a weird way. They, um, they felt like they were. Yeah. Servicing people. Right. Like real people in real prisons. Potentially by doing what they were doing. That really does oh, kind of change okay, that, that explains yeah. so much yeah. of like, the thing. The whole time I'm like trying to think about how 
this happened basically and yeah. trying like because that's what i've been like it's to myself i guess trying to justify like how people could get into this situation and mm-hmm. like how could like every step of the way when there were so many things flawed like how do they keep going you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but this makes a lot more sense now knowing that because i guess i did i actually guess then i didn't know that it was like completely fraudulent yeah um, and you weren't taught this i was school. not taught that i was taught that Oh, this researcher, you know, like this prominent researcher at Stanford University, right? Which is not like a little hole in the wall school, right? Like, you know, he and his team really wanted to investigate why, you know, in these situations where people are given maybe a modicum of power, why they take it out on people, why they like abuse that power. Like, what about the situation? Like, what, you know, like... Mm -hmm makes people do these right. like horrendous things yeah in this case it's literally the study that makes <laughs> yeah. it yeah. the study yeah. itself because yeah. I, I honestly like there is some ground to this i mean it's been like proven i think a couple times that you know if there's a superiority kind of like complex people will you know treat people lower than them badly mm-hmm. like that's just something that humans do that we've mm-hmm. seen in history many times so, I mean, it's not complete bullshit, but it's this, complete bullshit in this, yeah. ex- in this in experiment, this, yeah, big knowing yeah. That, set up, yeah. which I mean, you're not going to get any real results out of it if yeah. it's pre determined. Well, yeah. So in, his, in one of the research studies, he, he says like that basically um, like he doesn't think it's one bad apple. He thinks it's the whole like one bad apple and like a barrel he thinks the whole barrel is a bad apple and a bad barrel Mm. he thinks it's a bad barrel it's like the system that's broken not the person yeah yeah and so he wanted to illustrate that yeah but you're going in wanting you know Mm. i think what happened was there was just a lot of experimenter bias Mm. that maybe was subconscious like if we're just giving him the benefit of the doubt right like he thinks like the conditions are horrible. I'm going to like do research to illustrate how bad they are. Mm-hmm. And you go in and you, and you know, like one of the examples I guess was like, he put his, his thumb down when describing like something about like the treatment of guards towards uh, prisoners and like, yeah. like you have the power and like, yeah. just like certain ways that he influenced it. Mm-hmm. Like influence their perception of what was going to happen, I think really distorted the whole study. Do you think that this like traumatized the the uh, the prisoners? This experiment traumatized, yeah, like yeah. left, like left, 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 like left, well, like left <laughs> lasting. <laughs> saying like yeah, left, yeah. like yeah, yeah. like left lasting is hard to say like left lasting i'll whatever dude what? I, I, I just got confused by saying that i didn't get confused by saying that <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you yeah but then you said it right That's so true. i looked like a fool <laughs> we're recreating humiliation left here. brain boggle lasting trauma mm-hmm. yes for years to come i mean i like i want to hear from these people who are in the experiment like like so that expose did did talk to I didn't I didn't read the whole thing mm-hmm. admittedly um, we'll, we'll because I found it like so last so last you know minute before I was gonna like debrief this I was mm-hmm. like oh my god like um, but when I was taught this in school it was um, the like both groups 
experience, like certain people experience trauma. Yeah. Like knowing that, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like knowing that like if by random, right, you're put in a group where you're gonna like abuse people um, or take advantage of that power. And like, let's say you were never like that before. And then you see this dark side of yourself that you didn't then know was there. That would be traumatizing. Yeah. On the other side, you think like, oh, in this situation, I'm always going to stand up for my fellow prisoners or, you know, like other, like people who are like in situations where they're, you know, being abused or whatever, or, or, you know, I will stand up to authority if it's like unjust or, you know, uh, unethical. It reminds me. And then you don't do anything. Yeah. That can be traumatizing it too. It sheds light on like your weaknesses that you don't know we're there mm-hmm. and self-esteem like like we kind of talked about this um with the michael stevens experiment where you know two plus two equals five mm-hmm. everyone sort of you think if you're in that situation it's like oh i would never say that because i know two plus two equals four yeah yeah but with that social yeah. pressure mm-hmm. and like that environment that you're in you never know what you're gonna do and if you did that you'd yeah. be embarrassed and it well, might affect your con- the confidence for the rest of your life yeah, you it's know? like when you um when you see interviews of people who were like raised um raised with family members who are part of like white supremacy groups mm. um cuz i specifically remember seeing an interview where it was people who were raised with parents who were in the KKK um and there was this one guy who was like i was told every day of my life that we hated jews and i didn't even know what a jew was um and it's just like stuff like that is is really interesting to see it's weird though like um, that comparison in like Nazi Germany, cause there were like a ton of people in Germany who didn't like what the Nazis were doing and who were really like realized that they were doing terrible things. And like, it's stuff like that where like, how do you like research that? Like, how do you figure that out? You know, that's what a lot of the social psychologists <laughs> at the time <laughs> were trying to figure out because yeah. I mean, this was, I mean, it was still like 30, 35 years after, you know, but mm-hmm. that like confused the hell out of researchers. Like, how can we study that? And like Ash in like the 50s, that was directly from that, like conformity and like obedience to authority. And like there's the Milgram um, shock experiment, which I'm sure. Oh, I was going to bring that. that up. Yeah. All of that, like it was like a movement to try and figure out why that sort of stuff that like horrible, you know, events that like happened in the Holocaust, yeah. how that can happen and like how people can like totally change their innate behaviors. I was going to ask about that in relation to the informed, the informed consent thing for experiments, because would they not have to be like, Oh, the, the, like they must have told them that the, 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 the I don't know the wattage the ampl I don't know the, the the strength of the shock yeah was enough to kill someone like wouldn't they have to, wouldn't they have had to tell them that I don't know what that informed consent looked like I don't even know if we were doing I say we as like psychologists <laughs> if like informed consent was a thing at oh that during point. that time yeah and weren't the the um, people in the experiments suffering from like they weren't no they it was imaginary it was an actor yeah, it was all who any, was pretending to be yeah. shocked if any listener oh, doesn't know right. i remember this one what yeah. it was was the the participant was someone who was asking 
what they thought was another participant, but was actually just an actor pretending to get shocked. They would ask them questions. And if they got the questions wrong, they would give them a shock. And every time they got one wrong, they would increase the power of the shock. Um, and at one point the shock was like strong enough. It was, it wasn't strong enough to kill someone, but the actor, um, supposedly had a pacemaker. Um, and so the, when you, you they couldn't see who they were shocking, but they could hear them. And on the last one, the person would like scream and scream and beg for it to stop. Yeah. And then go silent. And they have like audio recordings of this, right? And they have it's like they have, they yeah, have video yeah. recordings of the people doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And so the experiment, I guess because nobody was actually getting hurt, maybe it didn't matter. It didn't yeah, matter because, because the people, yeah, the participants expressed like post uh, experiment, they expressed like emotional distress. Yeah. Yeah. From, from having gone through of, it, even years later, they, yeah. they still yeah, express. I, mean, I would get PTSD from that. It's the same thing. That. It's like, like yeah, it's well, like maybe. imagining just, it doesn't matter if you actually are, but you're imagining, yeah. you're perceiving that you're inflicting damage on someone to the extent that you could be yeah. killing yeah. them. Right. The other thing too, is that that is like a variable that would be almost impossible to remove. Um, especially with consent laws is like, I, as a person doing that, like as a person in an experiment like that, I would feel that, well, the person who's running the experiment knows what they're doing. And so I would feel uh, that would influence my decisions would be the fact that I know that I would assume whoever's running this experiment is doing it correctly. Right. Even if you heard someone screaming in agony. Well, I would, I guess I would be like, well, like, the whole yeah. thing is authority. Yeah. That, like that's, the authority that's what thing. the study is, is, like, is about. It's like if someone is standing there telling you, administer shock now. Yeah. Are you going to administer the shock? Uh, you, you'd Even like to believe you that know, you wouldn't, but yeah. Yeah. you never yeah. know. And yeah. like, yeah, that's, it yeah. makes me think about the future of these experiments. And like, once we get to the point where we can actually simulate these experiments with, you know, computers. Well, even if we can simulate it though like it's it's the perceived it you know it's a perception that you're you know what i mean i know what you're saying yeah it's 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 what you take out of it it does not matter if you actually like if i play a video game i can get stressed out from playing that game like the stress is real well i'm saying the participants the participants would also be simulated you know Oh, like well, you, you would have to. I mean, we're, we're talking like an artificial intelligence for psych- situation. You would, have to have a, you would have to have a computer that is an exact representation of. A I know, and that's yeah. like at mm-hmm. some point, you know. And then at what point? It could it, be and, then, and then at what point is it like if it's if if it's a computer program yeah. that is an exact representation of a human brain, right? Which would mean it would feel and have emotions and have the reasoning. At what play. point is that yeah. a human and not a, it and not makes a computer? Me think about the uh, the Black Mirror episode where the hang the DJ one where. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, yeah. spoiler alert. It's basically like <laughs> a simulation. Either. It's basically a Tinder of the future where like your matches is, are based on like 900,000 simulated events of you with this other person and how yeah. you would react in certain situations and what percentage of the time you end up together through all these different experiments. Oh, I love that and, episode. Uh, and it's sort of, there's an ethics question of that where it's like, if this is basically you if this is basically your consciousness being duplicated and run through all these experiments, like at what point is that wrong? Like at what point are those well consciousness that, duplicates you? Yeah, that one just is. A computer? I, I'm, it's so, it's so funny to me that you brought up 
that as an example in Black Mirror and not the cookies that they put in their head. That well, just I was thinking about the cookies, but because of the simulation, like because it's simulated so many times uh, and it's just an app on your phone. Dude, oh my God, what a reveal, dude. When it pulls out and it's just two yeah. random people meeting up in a bar and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen? The yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, it, it makes you think. Holy this... moly! Because you you spend the, you spend the whole hour with this one couple, and you're like, oh my god, I'm rooting for them the whole time. And then when they break out, and then it pulls back, and it's the, and then you see that the two real people haven't even met yet, yeah. and you're like, holy crap! Like I can't even describe yeah. like the emotional weight. Well, these and characters that, that you've fall, that you've kind of fallen in love with in a way, or like gotten to know over this whole episode, were just Nothing. simulations. And are they human? Are they not human? Yeah. I do Where like they, in, the uh, there? in the black in the black museum episode. They talk about the laws for um, transferring consciousness because mm. they say because when in, the, in that episode, you, you, you see that short story of the woman who got put into the uh, got put into the her her boyfriend's head and then taken out and put into the rabbit mm. or the stuffed bear Just or whatever. Bear, yeah. Um, and then he was like, oh, she can't be moved because of like. Um, like because of the weird like it's tied up in red tape essentially with yeah. the consciousness laws and the fact that um, like he mentions that they need at least two forms of expression um, if you were to put a consciousness into something right Um, so I don't know if that if she I don't has know if two, two f- no she has one form she only has speech oh I thought, she can't, thought there was two she has she has two different ways it was like hug me and like I'm sad or oh, something. Oh yeah, she has two different things she can say, but you could say a thousand things if you can only speak. That's only one form of expression, right? Um, yeah, that's that that whole episode is really scary. Where the the woman gets put inside the bear. Yeah, and then there's the dude who gets tortured. Yeah, when stuff with yeah, the consciousness, he's like shocked over and over again, and it's like yes, it's a simulation. Yes, it's a it's a computerized copy of your consciousness but it's but at what still, point at what mm-hmm. point is it indistinguishable right it's still a consciousness yeah. so, so i mean it just makes well, it we'll probably never solve this problem yeah. no. we'll no. never yeah. solve it i just like talking about it Brent. i know i know it's just yeah <clears throat> i don't know if it's there's ever one. be a way to actually conduct that and experiment in a way that's like fully oh, ethical f- no, i think we'll get sure. into this yeah. in future episodes like perhaps maybe even our next episode but yeah, i was gonna I, say it's bleeding into the next episode it's too. really I think just stay away from it. It's such a tr- is there, tricky. Is, is there an experiment that, so like, I'm going to declare this a judgment-free zone real quick. Okay. Oh boy. That's, oh, that, not a great That sign. means whatever follows is <laughs> extremely problematic. Continue. Well, because I'm going to ask, is there an experiment that you desperately want to see the results of? Like, yeah. obviously, like, the, 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 the procedure could be something horrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just, like, and you know that, and that's why you don't want to see it happen. But an experiment that you want to see the results of, but, like, ethics and morals and stuff, and something gets in the way. Because there are so many things like that where I feel like there could be a lot of things learned, but, like, because of morals and stuff, it, it wouldn't be able to. And so something that I, so a, a common one that I've heard when people bring up this topic is, People would like to see um, like taking a child and just putting them in a room and like giving them like obvious, like raising them to the point where they can. But then like just seeing how a child develops isolated from there have been from human. There have been. Well, they're more like case studies than actual like experiments. Oh, yeah, you ever studies. see the room? 
I'm just kidding. It's not. It's not called the room. Is it was it? Tommy Wiseau. Like, oh hi, Mark. Oh yeah. What's the? <laughs> is it called room? Room. The room one with uh, Brie Larson and the kid or whatever. When yeah. they're like, yeah. But isn't that they're like kidnapped or something? Yeah, yeah she's kidnapped. She's then... kidnapped, and then that, slightly the, different. The, the, yeah. the, the yeah. person grows up. Um, I mean, even an adult. I mean, it's different when you've got an adult put in that situation of isolation where they're used to social. Yeah, because even then they had, you know, you know like the, the the and they knew that there was the outside world like or another one would be to raise a group of kids all together, but like never communicate with them and see like what language develops. Mm. Something like that would be mm. cool. That is interesting. But like, obviously, but also you can't, obviously you can't do that. Unethical. Yeah, I mean, we can only speculate these things. I, I know think that's it's why I'm wrong asking. to put people through that stuff. I think it's wrong too, but it would mm. be very. I don't know, Jack. I think you're saying you don't no. think it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, Jack. I don't no. know. That's not my question, Bobby. My question is: Is there anything you would want to see like that? I mean, yeah. Well, then what is it? That I mean, that'd be very interesting. Well, you like, can't use my answer. You gotta have your own answer. Okay, we gotta come up with our own answers. Yeah, oh, man. I don't know. Um, I would like to see. What would actually happen, I guess, if someone was like alone in the world, you know, like the last person on earth kind of situation where they think they're the only person left? How would you actually respond? You know, so like you give it would, up, it would be like you, like you as as you are right now. Right. And then just put into like you have the whole world to yourself. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, That'd exactly. be cool. Yeah. See, I would piggyback off that a little bit and do sort of like a actual like quote unquote apocalypse scenario because yeah. i feel like so much apocalyptic oh media, my god that would be insane like, you know like you have your walking right. deads and it feels like all these things is like everyone immediately turns into these just like horrible cannibals or they um, just like gonna murder each other for like no real reason i would be curious to see what actually happens there i right. my gut feeling would be that it'd be more likely people would band together and yeah. like try to recreate than there was destroy. a show there was right. a show yeah. where they took a group of people and they put them in a post-apocalyptic situation mm-hmm. and then they watched them i mean obviously it was made for tv so it was it was probably super produced right. and everything. Right. I mean, I guess it, the, 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 the sort of to play with the, the whole scenario or whatever would be that the people involved in this would not know that it's fake. Yeah. yeah. They would think <laughs> it was real. think that like the yeah, world actually that would ended. Be, you know? That would be insane. To and maybe see. have like multiple groups. And so like when they interacted with each other, see what would actually happen. Yeah. There was one part in the show where um, there was a dude, there was another group who came by where they were like living um, and it was like th- some dude's wife who had been in the like show for however m- much time. And it was really, w- I don't think they, sh- they ended up staying like in the, I think for some reason his wife had to like leave or whatever. Um, but there was another one that they did where they were like out th- th- somebody discovered this like hospital mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh my God, we can like, we should search this to see if there's any medical supplies. And in that, when they were searching that, like, some producers came up to one of the people and were like, we're going to remove you from the, from the show right now. Um, and we're not going to tell like the other people. Mm-hmm. And so like, then it's just them freaking out and like panicking and trying to find this other person. And then they go mm-hmm. back to the group and are like, we can't find them. And like, obviously because they know it's a show, they're like, they, they, they eventually realize like, Oh, they were taken out like by the production team or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, again, there's still always that thing that, that, that they know that the world's not actually over and stuff. That'd be super cool. That'd be mm-hmm. so cool to see. Man, I want I want to change my answer to yours. Although I still do want to see like what language would be developed. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you what if what if we combined all our answers? You took a bunch of kids, threw them in a post apocalyptic world. See what would yeah. happen. The other thing too is is like it would be weird. Like the one to see children raising to see if they 
like like how children raise isolated from any sort of culture or anything yeah it would be like at what point how do you do that like even like like if if we're having no morals and no ethical ethical choices here it's like i don't even know how i would like do that like how would i Mm. raise a, a baby without like someone to raise it and then have them not like influence them at all yeah and because then that wouldn't be because because if it is just like them like i don't know like would you put them in a white room i don't even know yeah i mean where would the food be do they get their own food do you yeah, serve like what, food what kind of food is it too yeah. is it just like literally just like flavorless nutrients or yeah, like, like it's soylent yeah i like, almost what feel is like that? in this situation the if this actually was an experiment you know the kids would latch on to something being like the adult figure whether it be like the robot that serves them the food. Yeah, maybe. Or, you know, it's like they would call that their their parents or something. Or I don't know. It's you never know. You never know. Do they even know parent. I don't know. Do you well, think they're kind instinct. of like that yeah. monkey study? Do you know about the um the infant uh, monkeys? What's a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember like the name of it or, you know, who the lead researcher was for this study, but basically they took um a couple like baby monkeys and they um gave, they put them in um uh, like cages or whatever um rooms with uh different textures of like a simulated adult monkey like a oh. mother monkey and, like one of them was like a uh just kind of like a metal like frame um one of them like had uh right okay this is ringing bells milk, now yeah mm-hmm. um another had Wait, milk what yeah like milk for the for the monkey mm-hmm. like like formula or oh oh, oh 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 um yeah it wasn't made out of milk i was like yeah um or like one one was like metal but no milk another one was yeah, I don't know all the details, but basically, but like they were different material, and I, like, yeah, I assume yeah. one was like monkey fur type. Deal. Yeah, yeah, like a uh, faux fur. Yeah, yeah. And, and so eventually, like you know, the the results were that the monkey went to the one that was the most lifelike, like the the most comforting, the faux fur, mm-hmm. you know, or fur. I don't know what that material was, but yeah, like sure. the it was meant to blanket, a real t- whatever the mm. heck it was. Yeah. So it's like the the comfort over the nutrients mm-hmm. even because it was like, oh. it was like, is it, you know, the wire one with the milk or is it the, just the comforting one? Like the more comfortable to stick yeah, to, yeah. to curl up in. And it, and it chose that. It chose comfort over. I guess it's like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, would you rather have a blanket or a oh. hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> but I what mean, about a pig blanket? Yeah, well, a pig in a blanket. That's a, that is both. That, that is, is both. both. <laughs> That's the both worlds. But yeah, no, that is super interesting. That like com- they like chose comfort over their like uh, like own essential need for survival. And, well, I guess you know? you know it is kind of the same it's way though. Companionship. I yeah. mean, that's more like emotional. You know, uh, comfort. I guess we're social mind. creatures. Yeah. yeah, you know. We need companionship. 
We need our fellow bogglers. Yeah. You know, you bring this up. I feel like we need to stop doing this podcast in separate rooms from one another. It's very weird looking at you guys through the glass instead of actually being in the room with you. <clears throat> it is weird. Down looking at you through the glass. Don't know how, how much time, time has passed. I'm legit. One of these days, I swear to God, I'm going to know a song that you guys start singing. But to nope. this, I have yet no. to know them. Uh, but you, but you don't you know. Think, you don't know you the titular. So. You don't. You know. You don't know the Stone Sour hit from 2004. Lead singer of Slipknot. <laughs> his Brent, side what? project. Okay, I'm, like his, I'm pretty much his age. Mm-hmm. I've been with him for like what almost Ten years. Twelve or something at this point. Oh. It's it's getting up there. Yeah, it's getting up it's there. It's getting on. Actually, wow. it's getting on eleven years. Yes, that's right. In December. Mm. So and, I'm technically uh, right. And I still don't know ninety five percent of the songs that come out of it. <laughs> Honestly, true story. Half the time, I have to like. She'll literally look at me and be like, "That's not real. That's not a real like, song." Hold up, I pull out my phone, get Dude. out of YouTube, and be like, it's obs- "I don't understand <laughs> how Jimmy he knows Ray? this many songs." I, I know about seventy three percent of the songs. Brent sings, but I, there's a like, whole. There are so many just you know, songs in his head. And yeah. I don't understand there's a whole 27 percent that I'm just like, what, what are you yeah, talking it, about? And, and it will never be understood. Usually, we eventually like learn the songs. Oh and then well, yeah, because like, eventually, like a little glass file, and a also you got funny. Yeah. I that is Rock one that I knew. Steady. I didn't know Rocksteady, but you I knew. brought up little glass file in Brain Boggled episode. You were the first person to mention it. Actually, no way. Yeah. Before we were doing it in the studio. Yeah, because um. Yeah, because we were talking about Repo Man for some reason, and you were like, is that the song that's like, the guy comes in a little less vile? You were the first one to sing it. Really? Yeah. That's I super I was listening to that episode. I, I also knew, um, what is it, Jungle Funk? Is that the song? Uh, Jungle Boogie? Jungle, Jungle Boogie. Boogie. I knew that yeah. song, too. I mean, everyone Jungle knows Jungle Boogie, Boogie though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, you, like, even if you don't, you've heard, you've heard that, like, like, you have. Like, well, you clear, never heard clearly it. we've gotten to the end of the podcast, because <laughs> now we're just talking about random stuff. Jungle Boogie! Please don't sue us whoever sings that song. <laughs> I feel like we're singing it poorly enough that it will not get flagged. It's a cover. It's a cover. Hey, it's Brent, transformative. Yeah. Did we get any um, new reviews this week? Did we? I don't know, but I'm gonna I didn't think we were doing that thing if you anymore. Sh- anyway. If you want us to shout us out, oh, yeah, leave true, a review saying doing... you're a Patreon, and yeah. then we'll shout you out. That's yeah. true. We're not doing that review anymore. We're doing Patreon reviews only. Mm. But guess what? If you're a Patreon... You get to listen to more of us talking, mm-hmm. and you get to wear a super cool beanie. Oh wait, no, that's just no, on our merch store. That's just on the merch store. You can buy it too. Yeah, you can buy yeah. the beanie. It'll still support us. Jack's wearing it right now. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's a good beanie. It's a great. Brent's beanie. wearing a shirt, the vintage shirt. Oh, the shirt's mm-hmm. so good. It's really good. Also, yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's a uh, exclusive Patreon shirt for mm-hmm. twenty five dollar patrons. Yes, um, and the shirt is sweet. The bog set. I don't know what we call it. it. It's our best shirt, and even we don't have it because that's how exclusive it it's is. So yeah. exclusive. It's better than us. Every time we talk about exclusive Patreon stuff, I always think about we we were like when we were thinking about ideas for what we wanted to do. Like I can't remember how we got onto the topic, but one of the ideas was like a thousand dollar tier that was you get access to the ancient texts <laughs> you get access to the ancient text that brent is not allowed to read yeah it's, it's the text from the forgotten ones yeah, i cannot remember how we got to it uh, and it was like and brent was like very adamant that was like no i ha- it's not that i haven't read them i want to read i'm not allowed to yeah. i'm not allowed but you for a thousand dollars could yeah so and for a million dollars you can replace one of us on the pod you get to be the next. We boggler. still gotta do that. Yeah, we yeah. still gotta put that one on there. And if three of you want to be a million dollars, then you just have the new podcast. So yeah. <laughs> just a new podcast, and then we'll just start our own podcast. <laughs> yeah. we'll start well, what's really one. funny is that 
They they basically just be paying for the name, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know the Libsyn login and the Libsyn login. All of our information, three million dollars, and we'll give it to you. Anyway, yeah, it's not like you just go start your own. <laughs> yeah, hey, dude, there's a lot of weight. Brain Bongo, that's a good name. We got yes. clout. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta. We uh, oh, dude, we gotta like we gotta like trademark like myths, mysteries, and machinations for yeah. when we get bought out to start that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we well, just uh, we should give a special shout out to Christy. Thanks for bringing yes, that thanks, topic Christy. on. Thank you our, for our, having our criminal K. K. Was really good. Criminal K. It was really K. really interesting. Special and K. That's nice to have a scientist in the room. Yeah, nice to have someone who knows like in depth what they're talking about for once yeah. and not like you know i don't know is this the <laughs> whatever we oh. do yeah. <laughs> oh, go, go away anyway um, yeah so anyway thanks christy thanks christy thank thanks. you guys for listening yeah thanks, thanks for, for subscribing hey if you're a patron thanks for being a patron if you're not uh i hate you <laughs> jack wants you to leave no yes. i don't want you to leave please keep listening yes. but like just know that i'll hate you and speaking okay. of leaving bye <laughs> <laughs>